Howdy, it's the Hallmarkies podcast, and we're so excited today. We are diving into one of our signature mystery shows that we have, and we're talking about the Morning Show Mysteries. We have actually not talked about them, even though this is, we've had our uh, third, fourth, and fifth entry in the series this last uh, April, and so that would be fun to give our little thoughts on the series as a whole, and I'm Rachel, and Caroline is here. Hey. Yeah. And our very good friend Lisa is here toughing it out. Yeah. Hi, guys. Sorry. I know I sound like Janice Joplin right now, but um, <laughs> I'm pushing through. So, hi. Yeah. So, you're so dedicated to mysteries. That <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yes. So, we didn't, we didn't do a podcast on Morning Show Mysteries last year because they had one, I think, in like March or you know one in the spring, <clears throat> and then they had one in uh, the summer, I believe, and it was uh, they had them far apart. So right. the way we do our shows is kind of group everything together, and there just wasn't anything that we could really group it with, and so it was just it just kind of got skipped. And so this series it stars Holly Robinson, Pete. And <laughs> as she plays Billy Blessings, who is a chef on television, morning show chef. And these are based on books by Al Roker. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so you'll sometimes see him in cameos and things. And uh, so somehow she is the, somehow she always gets involved with some type of investigation as, as these types of mystery shows do. And part of it is because her father was a detective. And so she kind of learned that from him. And she's just a you know busy body, like we expect. And uh, she's gotten to know Ian, who is played by Rick Fox, former yes. NBA All-Star. Yes. And <laughs> one of the funniest things I think in the show is to just watch how they hide the fact that Rick Fox is over a foot taller than Oh yeah, like <laughs> ginormous, yeah. hunky man. Yes, I think I looked it up, and he's six seven, and yeah. he's like five five, and yeah. so he's always kind of slouching. And the way they have the shots, he's always kind of a little bit, uh, sort of above her. Just so the way that yeah. they have them staged, it's, it's very clever about how they make it look because he's way taller than her. <laughs> Because that's the hard thing that that basketball players have that other athletes don't have if they want to become actors, is they're right. so big, <laughs> they're so tall. Because <laughs> even even basketball players that you think are like really short, like I remember. Oh yeah, like short in basketball is like six four, like yeah. six three, six four. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> uh, like I, I don't quote me on this, but I I think John Stockton used to play for the Jazz. Utah Jazz, he was like 6'2", and he looked so little out there. It's like, wow, yeah, 6'2 is pretty tall. And so, yeah, that's... <laughs> but what do you think about the overall premise of this with her being a morning show chef and their kind of the casting of Holly Robinson Pete and Rick Fox? What do you think, Lisa? Well, first of all, I, when this first got announced, I was 
very, very excited, mainly because of the, you know, the diversity factor. I was very excited to see some new people, um, you know, coming across uh, the network. Uh -huh. And I love the mysteries, first off. So I was very excited to see, you know, a brand new series, but, you know, a more diverse cast, which was very um, fresh. And I loved it. I love Holly Robinson Pete. Um, I was intrigued by Rick Fox. I was like, uh, yeah, sure, all day. I'll just, <laughs> even if he's terrible, I'll, I'll just stare at him. And of course he's not, you know, but, and then um, just, you know, I didn't really know what to expect going into it, but uh, overall, you know, I think the first one's the toughest uh, just mm -hmm. because you have to set up so many people. You have to set up the background if you're going to make it a series. Um, but overall, the idea is different. You know, usually it's a baker or, a bookshop owner or something like that. Um, yeah. You know, I, so she's I still was, a chef, so she's still yeah, on brand. <laughs> I thought it was you know, a slightly different take, and you know, yeah, dad being a cop, I, I yeah, I thought the initial premise was a good idea. What about you, Caroline? What do you think? I I agree with Lisa. Like I like the premise, and I like the diversity, and um. I, I like that it's the like morning show because I think that's like me and the name of the morning show is kind of funny too. So I like the whole thing. Do you remember? I even forgot. I forgot. What's the name of the morning show? Um, Wake Up West Coast. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so there are quite a few regulars on the show there because there's everybody that works at the station. So you have... Uh, you have uh, Lance David Lewis, who is my favorite. Oh, oh, sorry, Aunt Cassandra. I just have yes. to throw it out there. I just have to let everybody know. Yeah. Lance and Aunt Cassandra both can do no wrong in my eyes, and I love them. Yes. Yeah. I mean, David Lewis is a Hallmark regular. He's he's in like I know for sure he was in the Birthday Wish. He was in. There's a bunch of bunch of them that he was in, and he's he's funny and. Uh, yeah, he plays like the diva reporter. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then there is uh, Phil, Jesse Moss. He's like a, a producer, I guess, I think. Mm -hmm. That he, and you see him on a lot of Hallmark stuff. And right. so Brittany yeah. Wilson uh, plays Lucy, who's also like one of the producers uh, behind the show. And then you have, uh, then you have the people at her restaurant, uh, which uh, she's managed to, she's able to keep like basically three careers going all at once. Yeah. She's the morning show host. She's the you know, amateur sleuth and she's the executive chef of this restaurant. So yeah. That's... And she's also written a cookbook. All right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you have Aunt Cassandra, like you said. Uh, played by Karen Robinson, yeah. and I agree with you. She's a delight. Yes, she's so fun. Mm. Because, Love her. yeah, because she's like very natural. Like most of the time, I mean, I, I guess the closest is maybe uh, Sarah Strange's character on Garage Sale Mysteries. That you know, it's like the friend who there there needs to be somebody in these shows that's like you're nuts what are you doing stop <laughs> doing this you know stop doing yeah. what you're doing <laughs> but she brings that extra level of sass you know a lot of these cozy mysteries and actual like like the reading you know the books there's always that um 
quirky aunt or you know off the wall grandmother or something like that that always adds that that little just touch of sass to everything and i love it that they brought her into this in that kind of role because she's perfectionist i've seen her in other things that she just i just love her and so to see her in this just it just thrills me she's so great yeah she is really fun i I really (laughs) enjoy her and I think that her and Holly have pretty nice chemistry mm-hmm. together. They feel like family. So that works. She banter well. back and forth. And I, I also love how she's, you know, busybody matchmaker, which is fun. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Cause you don't get that in all the series, of course, because they're like in Gretchen mysteries, she's married. So you don't right. get that kind of fun thing that you have here. Mm-hmm. And then you have, uh you have maurice who is the head chef who is played by greg rogers his name and he you know is of course kind of a diva too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah we'll talk about it in the um i think it's the third one of the ones that we just watched where he 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 hurt his back and i I, i'm guessing that that he was on another shoot or something like that and so that's what they had to do but um but anyway it was still really funny because he was he had to be uh on the ipad into his restaurant (laughs) that was really funny (laughs) and i like between him and cassandra they were banter back and forth and i feel like there's some chemistry there between the two of them do you agree Oh yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But you know, I part of the reason why I like it is because it's not always like it's not a romantic chemistry. There's just a natural like they wouldn't know what to do without each other. They complain about each other, but if they ever like separated for any reason, they wouldn't know what to do without each other. And I love it. But I feel like it could get there. I, I think feel so. Like it, I do. I don't know. What do you think, Caroline? I, I could kind of see it like a romantic, but like I like the friendship banter you know it's i like watching them it's cute well, especially in the in the second one when she's getting all those flowers he seemed pretty yeah. jealous to me. oh he did yeah, yeah he right. does. it's more on his side i think I yeah just, that's yeah. true that's true it is more on his side for sure but i could see it i could see them going <laughs> that way with it maybe <laughs> which would be really cute i think yes it would yes so those are our main players and uh, then there's other people kind of come in and out and of course she <laughs> she has you don't want to be friends with any of these amateur sleuths because <laughs> it gets dicey <laughs> you can die <laughs> every episode is like she's my lifelong friend <laughs> oh i made it yeah <sighs> um <clears throat> so since we didn't talk about the uh, the ones last year we're just going to briefly talk about them the so there was the first one and this one basically one of the executives is uh is is taken down is killed and i think the thing that i liked about this one is i do think it felt kind of classic murder mystery party kind of where it's like all the people it sort of felt like a little bit kind of like clue in a sense like everybody's Mm -hmm. within this one building and we're gonna try to find out who had access to this guy and how he died and so i actually enjoyed this one pretty good i can't remember where it was in my ranking last year but i thought it was pretty decent for the first time right do you remember uh um lisa what you thought about it yeah i same thing you know it was just kind of like a nod to the 
to the old style. And I like that you said it reminded you of Clue because it was yeah. kind of, you know, the, the ensemble, you know, just, you know, trying to pick through everybody because again, it's the first one. So you have to, you don't know every, all the characters yet. You've got to set all that up. So you're wondering like, okay, which one of these people is really not on the up and up. And I just had a lot of fun with it. So mm-hmm. yeah. What did, what did you think, Caroline? I liked it too. I liked how like Billy was a suspect at first in the first one. No, but, yeah. Like, so, and I, I like, I just liked the whole thing about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, it was, it was pretty fun. And I'm trying to remember, it was, uh, one of the assistants or something like that, that had gotten <laughs> turned over for a job or there was something like that, that, that was the murderer. But, uh, it be from, from all for love she was in that one yeah mm-hmm. wasn't she also in um or maybe i'm thinking of somebody oh yeah she's been in tons of stuff yeah i'm trying to think of her yeah. name she was on chesapeake shores remember she was a. she was um oh yeah yes david's sister yeah David's mm-hmm. sister. who we didn't like, trust but it went so, nowhere so disappointing <laughs> it was a disappointing sister yeah. <laughs> hoping she'd be a villain <laughs> yeah no no not so much but <laughs> anyway uh so that one's pretty good and then we had the murder on the menu so this is the second one and this one is uh the basically so this is this one the plot is it's a deliciously deceptive murder mystery when a body is found in the trunk of her on-camera celebrity guest chef's rental car. After the chef returns to the show and is implicated in a prior murder, Billy is targeted for the on-air ambush, even though she's pretty sure the guy didn't do it. Now caught in the middle of this mess, Billy must uncover out, out who, uncover out who the killer is without compromising the investigation led by uh, Ian Jackson, the cop with whom she has a complicated history. It's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> this one I did not enjoy as much. I felt like it was such a stretch to get her involved. It, it was just the most weak <laughs> sauce. Like that she, I, I, I haven't watched it in a while, but I just remember thinking like, she has no connection to this at all. She's not like friends with, I mean, it was just something that was very tangentially connected to her cooking segment or something like that. And so that was, I know all of them are like that for, to a certain extent, but I don't know. It was just, it was too much for yeah. me. So this one wasn't as successful to me as the first one. Uh, what do you think, Lisa, about this one? Um, I remember thinking, um, that there was a lot of moving parts to this one and I kind of got a lot of the characters mixed up because I remember there was one specific person named Primo and uh-huh. it, it was about halfway through the movie when I realized Primo wasn't who I thought Primo was. Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm so confused. And then it all came together. I'm like, oh, but yeah, there was a good part there where I was confused because there was a lot of, of moving parts and I remember getting very confused for a while. <laughs> yeah. What, what about you, Caroline? Do you remember this one? I, I remember it. Like I, I got like like you said, it wasn't my favorite out of the the movies. Like it, it was too busy and too. Yeah, I, I didn't believe it as much as the first one. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I found my ranking here. So I have Mortal Mishaps at 55, so about in the middle um, from last year. And I have the second one, where are you? At 81, so closer to the bottom out of 94. Right. You'll see these, this next round is much better. (laughs) Much better. But yeah, so there you go. That's our sort of our thoughts on the first two. But I definitely felt like there was room for growth. And I was, I was glad to hear when they were doing more because I felt like it had a lot of potential to, uh, to be fun. And I, you know, and I did like the fact that it had some diversity. It just makes things more interesting that you can't give give it a pass because of that's not the right answer either but it still doesn't negate the fact that it's nice to see different kinds of people and i don't know just some variety mm-hmm. <laughs> so all right so then we had three this uh this april and I think that this was a really strong grouping of three. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the mysteries sometimes, but I don't know. I felt like all of them were pretty well done, pretty well obfuscated. I thought that they did a better job of, I don't know. I thought, I thought they were better written. I thought the actors all were kind of just more comfortable and I just enjoyed them a lot more than I thought I was going to. Uh, what about you, Caroline? Did you what do you think of this set of three? Yeah, I enjoyed these three a lot better, and um, I like how they were back to back. Like it, it was like a month of the morning show mysteries, mm-hmm. so like you you remember the characters more, so it's, yeah. it's it's easier to watch the next week back to back. That's true. That that's a good point. Yeah, that's true. I because mean, they didn't always do that. You know, they would switch it up. But I do kind of like you get more. It feels more like a television show. Yeah, where you're watching every episode than than a, a sporadic movie so i can see what you're saying there for sure what about you lisa what do you think of this set of three i loved them um I, this is one of the ones i was i was most looking forward to just because i saw a lot of potential in the first two and mm-hmm. so i was excited to see where they would take these i was i was excited to see how much they would lend to the um uh billy and ian relationship if they would go more with that or if they would just kind of still hint at it oh you know make us wait longer you know and it, i thought it was a nice balance i thought they gave us a little bit you know of course we got a little kiss there um yeah. but and i also really liked that they um let the other um supporting characters flesh out a little bit more because it makes you more invested as a whole mm-hmm. so now the next time there's hints of like like you said in the second one there was hints of maybe maurice being a little jealous of Cassandra Studers and then we had a little side plot with like Lucy and Phil maybe doing something and so it's like okay now I want to see the, what they're going to do with the next one and see how all those people evolve too so I'm kind of excited mm-hmm. yeah that's true uh, you you did get uh, a lot of it wasn't just focused on her but you got enough little times with some of the other characters that you felt invested yeah so I agree The first one that we had is called Morning Show Mysteries, A Murder in Mind. And this is Billy Blessings investigates murder charges against a friend and actress, Katie Sanders, at first, when death is linked to her TV show based on a series of novels about a corrupt local lawyer. And so this, basically, the idea is, is there's this whole 
series uh, of novels and, and television show called the Kels Kelso series, and uh, and so you have all of these different kind of people that are that have been associated with this show, and uh, her friend named Katie uh, that uh, she gives this brooch to in the opening scenes. Her friend uh, is dating the. Uh, son of the uh, wife of the creator of the show, right? Or the writer of the books? I think it was the character that the show was based off okay, of. Like okay. it's based yeah, off a character. real lawyer, his mom, and she's the you know the girlfriend. Katie okay, yeah, that's right. Her in in the show. So she's very protective over her son. She doesn't like the fact that her son is dating this woman and uh that's kind of where the plot sort of starts from and it kind of goes from there and uh yeah what were your overall thoughts on this one uh, caroline what'd you think i i, I, I love this but this is one of my favorite ones um i i didn't know who the murderer was until like halfway three and usually i could kind of tell at the beginning so it kept me like interested so i i like this one yeah yeah uh, what do you think lisa well first of all i love terrell rothery so when i saw that she was in this i was just excited um yeah. now i don't know can i do a spoiler alert or does it matter well, now do you think people have seen it yes or? yeah yeah i think if you're listening to the podcast and then i'm hoping that you've seen yeah, it you should have seen it because <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like i want to say what i want to say something about yeah, go um, but i there's nothing that i love more than when it comes down to it and it's like a mom that's like super overprotective of her family and will yeah. do anything including murder to keep it all <laughs> together i'm like oh it's so creepy yeah, i love it <laughs> yeah i i think i like to divide these when i talk about these mystery shows i divide it into four categories i have the murderer the victim the fam what i call family fun so it's just like the the additional stuff and what i call the red herrings so <laughs> yeah so it starts out with the victim is uh is starts with this guy named jerry which i thought was an interesting choice because he wasn't a very good guy and usually it's like some innocent ingenue who in these mystery shows who's taken out and you know oh the girl with the pink sweater she's done <laughs> she's done for <laughs> that's not gonna right. be long uh and, and so but this was made it a little more interesting because he was kind of a thug he was basically uh he was uh, hannah's kind of bodyguard sort of kind of mm -hmm. yeah. guy. like our, his her fixer or something like that like yeah yeah and so he shows up dead and uh that's what kind of gets everything going and because katie is is in this heated relationship with the with the tarot rothery's character's son she immediately gets uh targeted both because she's in this relationship but also because she keeps getting these creepy letters sent to her yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so there were a lot of red herrings in this one for sure yeah because you have this guy charlie who's eating at the restaurant and kind of a little bit suspicious he keeps sending uh cassandra flowers and he he's basically trying to kind of 
keep an eye on he knows about he knows about the amateur sleuthing and he's kind of trying to keep an eye on this on the, on the restaurant <laughs> this is a strategy to send flowers to cassandra and yeah it, <laughs> what were you i mean obviously there was something suspect about him from the beginning yes but what did you think about that that was interesting um well you know it was one of those things where they set it up at the beginning to be very creepy from the outset so you just don't trust him and you're thinking what and when they brought in cassandra with it i'm like sir no you're not gonna hurt her yeah she's precious so back off right back up so but, the whole time i was just waiting for him to step out of line so yeah. it didn't be bad but i mean it worked you for you know especially towards the end when there's that scene where he's on the park bench and you're thinking what oh my god cassandra <laughs> yeah. leave don't go and then you find that it's for a totally different reason well you know like yeah. <laughs> so i thought it was a pretty good distraction yeah i thought so too because you could tell there was something suspect suspect about him but you i don't know you weren't sure like what was going on because it, right. it, it what you know what he was doing if he was just sort of a skeevy guy or if he if he was the murderer or what was happening and i think because this guy jerry wasn't a very good guy it made everybody kind of suspect because everybody hated him so you had a reason to kind of <laughs> you know and uh and so obviously katie is a red herring right because she's dating derek and uh she's had this conflict with with hannah the tarot character and then you also have katie's dad getting mad he's got this this um walking stick kind of thing. i don't know what you call that a uh, cane uh, yeah mm -hmm. yeah and jerry was uh was hit over the head and so they think oh was it was it uh was it him that did it because uh, he was mad uh and then you have uh uh you, and then they find a katie's brooch near the scene so you think oh was it was it katie uh so there's all these sort of s s clues and right. then, she had her own secrets too yeah that they kept referring to you know right. so she was suspect for a while well and then there's the whole scene where she sneaks in to uh the uh house of the um uh, was that was how that was yeah the jerry guy yeah, it was jerry's house yeah she sneaks into jerry's house and uh she is trying to find uh the because they, they he, he's been blackmailing her he and the uh, hannah have been blackmailing her because she was had like a rebellious youth <laughs> And I guess they were going to try to use that to get her off the show or to scare her away from Derek or what was going on. But anyway, she, she was, that's how she kind of got involved. And, uh, yes. And yeah. And Billy, one day he, she sees Katie running away from the Kelso's house. So there's just all kinds of, all kinds of conflict going on here and then you have derek confessing to killing jerry even though he doesn't even have the cause of death right and so he right. knows that that's false but <laughs> there's there's all kind of problems and then 
let's see and then uh a there's two brian's there's brian reynolds in this and then there's brian johnston brian johnston is this dog trainer from the show and uh in the will there were two wills that were made out uh and in one of the wills they gave the guy gave all of the proceeds of these books in the show to his dogs <laughs> and <laughs> so that of course doesn't go well with hannah she's very upset about it and uh and so the dog walker brian johnson ends up getting killed as well and so then it adds sort of another wrinkle i guess into things and yeah what did you think when they found that secret room oh i mean i was like super excited for something like super disturbing and it was like papers yeah it was like file folders <laughs> and i because i mean i remember tweeting i was like dude if i had a secret room that's where i'd hide all my snacks for my kids yeah <laughs> like, let's be real let's use it for a real purpose yeah <laughs> he's got papers and he calls it his insurance policies so he could blackmail people forever and i'm just like that's what you put in the secret room i want an oversized stuffed chair a secret coffee maker snacks and like perfect wi-fi that's what i'd want <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was the second will was in there though right yeah 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 so um, <laughs> or the original will was it the original will and then she created a second will mm. i can't remember yeah. <laughs> yes yeah i just got bummed out because i was like that's what's in the secret room and i was like oh man <laughs> yeah and uh so then you have uh the let's see here oh and the the dog walker was the son of charlie who'd been at the restaurant so right yeah so that kind of links them all links them all together and uh then uh in that and that's why they were in the uh in jerry's house looking for the second will and to find that jerry had the second will and that you know all the money would go to the dog <laughs> yeah it's not gonna like that and the best thing about this movie you're absolutely right lisa it was terrell rothery was delicious in this movie yes. it was so, so evil. good i loved it yeah especially towards the end when they're she's like holding them up and, and <laughs> i don't know she was just great she really did a good job with that sort of um. maniacal evil crazy person well i kind of got the idea that it was her for the <laughs> when they find jerry dead and she comes running back and she's like that's my house that's my house and then all of a sudden she stops she's like my sweatshirt yeah and i was like barn my switch i was like girl you weigh 98 pounds there's no way he put your sweatshirt on and ran around there's no way that that sweatshirt would fit that giant man and she's <laughs> like my sweatshirt and i'm like uh-uh you're lying <laughs> totally murdered everybody <laughs> but it was pretty good when when katie uh just wallops her with that with the she gets the uh, <laughs> and she's gonna it was a pretty intense scene when joe arthur is sitting there with a gun to katie's head yeah. making her write a suicide note like, I, it was pretty intense i know right. i was like oh my gosh what is happening <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty intense for hallmark for sure and uh, yeah and she just gets this uh uh, row or something like that i can't remember out of the boat and just whacks her 
and uh, and then Billy like kind of they have they have a little bit of uh, she punches her in the face, which was pretty yeah. fun. I like that. That was good. Uh, so those are some of the red herrings. There were a lot going on. So the family fun in this one is Aunt Cassandra and her trying to to set Billy up with or get things going with Billy and <laughs> just being a busybody. And uh, then you have Maurice and the bananas. That was kind of a little bananas. <laughs> I love that whatever crazy food he finds on sale he's like i'm doing something with it this is gonna be my signature dish and cassandra's always like mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. cracks me up yeah and then you have uh ian asks billy to make cupcakes for dessert party for his daughter which is so, so cute i know that was, was so cute. cute yeah it was very intense i mean they, they have like multiple tastings so <laughs> it's like yeah. wow I wanted that birthday party. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. And so it ends up that Hannah is our killer and she was great. And mm. so overall, I enjoyed this one. I thought it was pretty fun. And I have this one ranked at number 20 on my ranking. Uh, we have right now that I've seen, I've seen 29 movies this year from Hallmark. Because I haven't, I haven't watched the Haley Dean, the most recent Haley Dean yet. So it'll be thirty once I watch that. But anyway, I have it at twenty. I would probably give it three point two five crowns. I I enjoyed it, and I have it just under Mystery One Hundred One and just before Crossroads Mystery. Crossroads Mystery. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So Lisa, how many crowns did you give it? I'm gonna give it three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Caroline, what about you? I was gonna say three and a half too okay all right (laughs) okay then we had our second one and this is morning show mysteries countdown to murder (laughs) (laughs) i'm so excited about this one (laughs) okay i'm sorry this one when the owners of a popular grocery store chain are killed billy finds uh, macabre clues linking the deaths to a children's countdown song five little ducks (laughs) so (laughs) in this one it starts out with it's kind of like a uh, uh, it's like a trader joe's but more but not a chain like a home spun organic kind of grocery place Mm -hmm. and it's where she gets all of her produce for her for her show uh, and they get there and there's no delivery and they're like what's going on and evidently this grocery store there is just so much bad blood people <laughs> want a piece of this pie so bad <laughs> who knew that a tiny little grocery store was so much drama but they go there and they find because that's where they get stuff for the restaurant as well and they find that the owner, Art Fairweather, has been killed. And first they think it's an accident, that he's just been had a, a, a shelf fall on top of him. And then, of course, things get, <laughs> the web weave gets, gets all the more. Because he's been in all kinds of conflict with the co-owner named Edmonds, uh, that uh, they were suing each other, going back and forth, and his 
uh, Fairweather's two kids, Jay and Tess, uh, they, uh, they would side sometimes with Edmonds and, uh, and go back and forth and Edmonds wife becomes involved. So all kinds of characters. And uh, so that's kind of our initial setup of what we have. And so our red herrings, we start out, we have Jay and Tess, Art's children. Of course, Jay is played by one of our favorites, Andrew Francis. So they think that he, they're suspicious because, uh, the, uh, because of this sort of, they've been working with Edmonds against sort of their father's wishes and even though there had been this court and everything like that especially particularly i think jay is the is a little bit more of a red herring on him but you know it's not them because they're friends with billy <laughs> anybody who's friends with billy is not actually going to be the murderer um but was that fun caroline to have uh, andrew francis in this one I, I was so excited to see andrew francis i'm like please don't be the killer please don't be the killer <laughs> when i saw them when i saw them when i saw them doing the sh like shooting like, like the behind the scenes like on instagram and stuff i'm like please don't be the killer andrew francis yeah but i enjoyed yeah. it it was good and i thought they did a pretty good job of taking some stuff that could have been really boring about all of this who owns what and what and all that stuff and they i thought they did a pretty good job mainly because I thought those little ducks were the, were the creepiest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And the, the song made it even yes. more creepy. <laughs> Five little ducks go out to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought that was, I don't know. I, I don't think that many of these mystery shows have had like such a horror element. Okay, all the songs that you sing, you go. Yeah. Yeah, it really felt like something out of a horror movie, those ducks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there are five ducks. And uh, it, over the course of the, the movie, each of these ducks, different characters end up getting the ducks. And so I thought that whole element really worked very well. Yes, agreed. <laughs> I like the ducks, like yeah. the storyline of the ducks, not the actual ducks, but it was yeah. It was neat. <laughs> that 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 uh that song is very chilling. <laughs> yeah. I think with even doubt the murders, it'd still be chilling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so yes, and so you have this character, Edmund Stokes is his name. And he is at the beginning, he's living on his yacht, basically his boat. And he says, Oh, I've got an alibi, everybody knows it wasn't me. And and then he sets his boat on fire. And so you think, oh, he's dead. But is he dead? Oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good. And it, 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 things start to get more complicated as we find out about Jay and Tess making a deal with Edmund. And then we also meet Edmund's wife, Olivia. And I thought she was a very convincing red herring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. I thought, oh, because she she didn't really seem to get along with anybody but and she seemed to be manipulating jay and tess a little bit and uh, there was a lot of things that were a little bit shady about her i thought yeah right. she was iffy yeah definitely and 
uh and and then she got a duck but i'm trying to remember it was kind of on a hers was the most suspect i was like oh did she give herself a duck right because her the way she got the duck changed like the story behind it changed yes. first she said she got it in her mailbox then it was on her porch and uh billy was like wait you just said it mm-hmm. <laughs> you just said you got it in your mailbox she's like no i didn't and like <laughs> kind of like rolls her eyes at her and <laughs> And yeah. the the whole thing when they get a duck at the uh, at the station mm-hmm. that was hilarious. Like, I okay. love Lance. Being yeah, like, oh. Lance was so funny. <laughs> this was why this one was my favorite of the three is because when first of all Lance is a diva on his own, but yeah. he took it to a whole new level in this movie. And when he shows up at one point, and um, Phil is like, "Is that my jacket?" <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "Yes." <laughs> It's cold. <laughs> oh my right. gosh, I was dying laughing. That whole scene was so funny. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and you find out that Jay and Tess have been working with Olivia, Edmund's ex-wife. So things just start to get all the more escalating. And then we get the big reveal. Edmund's is still alive. And I thought that the the final fight between billy and edmonds was pretty good and then when she uh-huh. locks him in that freezer i was like whoa <laughs> i was like go billy yeah, <laughs> <that's> good. <laughs> and she she walks out of the uh grocery place and and uh, she's just like she doesn't have a care in the world he's like oh he's no in the deal. freezer <laughs> it was pretty good i enjoyed it that was fun uh so Edmonds ends up being the murderer and uh, there's also it was a little confusing to me that that other guy I think his name was Dan that was the uh oh the guy that, that um Phil had interviewed yeah that was kind, kind of breaking the strike side. Yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah and Edmonds had just hired him to kill Art or something like that or I, w- I was confused about him yeah mm-hmm. or I can't remember uh what his whole purpose was but he was i guess another red herring that they had going on this guy dan and so then you had the uh family fun was uh ian and billy learning to salsa dance which was kind of fun they kept getting delayed but they kept talking about dancing salsa dancing and then we get our final uh they're talking and he he gives her kiss and he says something to the effect of uh you have to take risks in life and you know she's like i'm glad you did it was cute it was cute yeah i liked it so this was also my favorite Mm -hmm. three and so i have this one at number six right now in my rankings are pretty high I enjoyed it a lot. I thought I really liked those creepy ducks. They were mm-hmm. really fun, I thought. And uh, yeah, I have it just underneath Paris Wine and Romance and above Flip That Romance. So there you go right now. And uh, I'll, I'd give it four crowns, I think, solidly. Uh, what about you, Lisa? What would you give it? That's what I was going to do, four crowns. Yeah. Oh my gosh, me too. Yeah. Four. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. Then our last one, we have uh, the Murders Morning Show Mysteries, uh, The Death by Design. And this is 
Chef Billy Blessing's best friend, Marianne, is hired to re redecorate the TV studio. When Marianne's twin sister is murdered, Billy must investigate their close friends to find the killer. So this one was pretty fun. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, what did you think overall of this one, Lisa? I, okay, I should say my favorite overall was the second one, uh, Countdown to Murder, yeah. just because it had a lot of funny moments. But in terms of mystery, where I was like, legit, like, what is happening? Yeah. This one got me hardcore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, this mystery got me. Plus, I was also distracted because the, the set of twins, she's the queen on the descendants she's, uh, oh, bell yeah. she's bell and the descendants and every time i every time i saw her i was like all i see you is is in the descendants like trying to but i just got distracted from that sorry that was normal <laughs> well, yeah so they have this there's there's the kind of evil twin i would say kind of the the not as nice twin in jazz. The high maintenance twin. The high maintenance yes. twin. That's a good way to describe it. And yes. then the the normal twin. <laughs> and I think yeah. that that actress must have had a lot of fun. Yes. Both yeah. of those parts for sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, what did you think of it, Carolyn? What did you think the, of it the, the the mystery part was like like Lisa said, like I was like, what is going on? I was it was it was so good, but like. I'm a I'm a triplet, and I'm like I wish I had an identical oh. twin like that because my I have two brothers. I'm like, oh. Thank <laughs> I didn't know oh. you were a triplet. Yeah, that's so interesting. My my cousin has a set of set of triplets and a set of twins. Oh whoa, well, <laughs> yeah. that's why I stopped after twin because <laughs> the doctor was like, now that you've had one set of twins, you know your chances of having another are like fifty percent. I'm like, and we're done. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. We're done. Don't blame me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you would relate to <laughs> your, your, your brothers. <laughs> yeah. Too. So <laughs> the you have this. She's kind of she's high maintenance, and they they're all kind of like, oh, we have to go to her birthday party. She's kind of the worst, and <laughs> they get there, and she is kind of the worst. She's a little irritating, and you know she wants to be the center of attention, which is her birthday. So why not? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> And she's married to this guy named Aaron, who Jasmine is married to this guy named Aaron, who is this entrepreneur. He, uh, he thought there was all of this potential in his idea. Then things haven't gone as well as he would have hoped. And so there's kind of that dynamic. And they didn't seem to have any sort of chemistry or something. So I was immediately very suspect of him. I thought, oh, especially when they bring up this life insurance. Mm -hmm. what's going on with the life insurance and and so uh because his company is going under and everything else he was a pretty convincing i think red herring agreed yeah i think so too yeah i yes. was very suspect from him and then i mean it's pretty typical to bring the life insurance thing in but it still was like hmm but really? then they, they find out that the life insurance had been changed over to the twin sister, Marion, right? Right. So mm -hmm. initially, though, you're just like, uh-huh, typical yeah. life right. insurance. <laughs> Watch Dateline too much. To <laughs> exactly. I listen to too many true crime podcasts yeah, to not know the insurance angle right away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then it makes Marion a suspect because why was she just barely made the beneficiary on the 
life insurance and so she's a suspect and of course she's very upset about the death of her uh of her sister there's a part later on where i feel like she's maybe having a little bit too much fun <laughs> with what's going on but but anyway yeah she's she's upset about it and then you have uh because because jasmine's killed i don't know if we said that she is she's killed right and uh then you have this woman named riley and what did you think about her at first at least i was kind of iffy about riley at first and then whatever whatever happened to her i was like oh she didn't do it yeah because <laughs> she seems very almost like a stalker mm-hmm. yeah like unhealthy creepy creepy yeah. stalker creepy. yeah she was just shy of single white female and i was like why yeah. nicholas is like her yes <laughs> yeah not 15 like <laughs> not. yeah like she wants to wear all the same clothes and the same like she's just she's a little little strange and then she ends up getting murdered and leaving, well, it's, she leaves a suicide note. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and she confesses in the suicide note that she killed Jasmine, supposedly. And then you also have uh, this, uh, let's see here. Um, you, have the, the, you have this couple, Zach and Stacy, that are like super frazzled by their kids and stuff. And... Uh, they're they're heavily invested in Aaron's company, so that's why you think that they might have motivation mm-hmm. to, uh, to 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 take to kill Jasmine because Jasmine's the worst. <laughs> and uh, so, and then there is this woman named Lana, played by one of our favorites, Kimberly mm-hmm. Sested. <laughs> And this is her second time playing a villain in these mystery shows because she was in the second uh, Emma Fielding. Mm-hmm. She was she was a villain in that one as well. So <laughs> she needs to. She I don't know if she needs to get murdered in one of these. She needs to not be. The, <laughs> otherwise, we're gonna know as soon Every as she, time. Yeah. yeah, as soon as she's on. But she was pretty pretty fun and it was pretty surprising i think uh, that i mean i you started to wonder after a while but they did a pretty good job with the obfuscation i think mm-hmm. on this one she was fun in the role i think yeah, she played the part well yeah she did a good job and uh, she managed to kind of she was trying to get the she was well basically it happened is she had invested in his company but then uh, she had taken the money she basically committed uh wire fraud and money laundering uh because she'd used money that wasn't hers as far as investing um for her for other things because she was so sure that this thing with aaron was going to be a success and then when it wasn't a success she was screwed because she had spent all this money that wasn't really hers Mm-hmm. And so that's why she uh, she uh, resorted to murder and uh, and so yeah you get this scene in the where all of a sudden she thinks that you have you have Marion there yeah Marion tells her oh you thought you killed Jasmine you didn't really kill Jasmine you killed Marion I'm Jasmine 
but then it's actually not true that that's actually and, and i think that the that marion i i don't know if she could have that much fun pretending to be your dead sister like mm-hmm. that would be a little bit harder she was she was she was pretty gleeful about it i thought yeah that that's was true. a weird part for me because first of all i was entirely convinced the entire time that the wrong sister was there i, I just thought at some point it was just going to come out me too so that whole time i was like oh i knew it and then it happened and then they're all like joking around like well you know ha, ha, and i'm like we tricked you your sister is dead man <laughs> what's happening yeah it was all very strange and like honestly identical twins are are your kids identical uh, lisa yes okay like you can tell them apart like they're not like yes they look alike but people that have been around them every day or really you know close friends you can tell them apart yes now i i from the moment they were born i could tell them apart my husband has a couple times been like wait hold on hold oh. still he'll like be like hold still for a second now it doesn't matter well because one of my girls is super tomboy so she has her hair cut short like a boy and she would dress as oh. a boy clothes and so now it's easier but when they were younger uh, people couldn't tell them apart for nothing and i was like what's wrong with you yes that one's <laughs> yeah but that's just because yeah i'm their mom <laughs> yeah yeah i i could always tell when i've had friends that were twins i can yeah can tell they're you know they're different humans they're not mm-hmm, exactly same. different personalities yeah exactly so i <laughs> it, it was it was a fun moment because the actress was having a lot of fun you could tell she was really camping it up but it was also kind of ridiculous when you really think about it as well yeah but it, it was it was pretty good and i thought that kimberly did a good job mm-hmm. with it and yeah, and then our uh, family fun this time was uh, Cassandra is uh, there's a birthday party that uh, that she's helping to plan. I think it's, it's Billy's Billy Billy's birthday party. I think I can't remember, but anyway, and then Maurice is his back is injured, <laughs> and so he's managing the he's managing the kitchen from the iPad, and that was That's so funny. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> when he warns her, he's like, "Behind you!" From yeah. the iPad. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I wish there was a Protect Me Maurice app that I could just yeah. download my iPad and just have them up everywhere. Mm-hmm. The only thing that was really amiss, I think, in this episode or this movie was the whole weird conflict between Ian and his and his ex. Mm-hmm. It, it yes, was, annoyed me. It was annoying. It was weird. It, I mean, they just had this kiss in the second movie, and then just all of a sudden, like, I don't know, it was just, it was weird. It didn't really work. Yeah. So, uh, that was the only real downside, I think, to this one. Yeah. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. So, yeah, there we go. So, I have this one at number 13 in my mm-hmm. rankings. I have it just after Love Under the Rainbow. And just before a brush with love so, oh. yeah so i would give this one mm, give this one 3.75 crowns rachel <laughs> get out of my brain space <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, Caroline, what, what are you going to give it? 3.75. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. We just all share the same brain. Well, yes. It's not quite as good as the second one. Mm-hmm. But it still That's was pretty good. Lewis. The mystery was good, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So, there you go. That is Morning Show Mysteries. We covered it. And, uh, yeah, I think it was a pretty fun little set. And we'll hopefully next year we'll get to see more. Uh, hopefully they'll be filming more. And um, so far, what's your favorite of the mysteries sets that we've had uh, or uh, mysteries we've had so far this year? Oh, gosh. This year? Mm-hmm. That's including yeah. all the standalones that we've had so far? Yeah, we had Ruby Herring. We've had Mystery 101. We had Chronicle Mysteries. And we've had Murders. Uh, morning show mysteries and, and the crossword, crossword mysteries. mysteries and crosswords yeah oh gosh i kind of hold them differently just because we had so many new entries this year but i really liked i really maybe i'll say this next <laughs> maybe i'll say this next weekend after i finish oh, emma fielding, uh, too. Emma fielding. oh yeah emma fielding i th- i watched that one for the first time this year i haven't seen any of the others and i enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would yeah yeah um but I, I don't know. I really like these morning show mysteries. And maybe it's because yeah. I already know the characters and I'm more invested. I really enjoyed Mystery 101. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Out, yeah. out, of the, out of the like series ones, I like morning show mystery, but the new ones, Mystery 101. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, you guys, for coming here and talking about this with me. This was so much fun. And if you're listening, let us know what you think of these three movies. Which one you prefer? Did you uh, did you get lost on the red herrings, or did you did you know every time who the murderer was? Let us know in the comment section or on Twitter. That'd be really fun. And uh, yeah, we'll get ready for Haley Dean. Is already we've already had one, but we'll look forward to talking about that later on in the month. And uh, really, I really appreciate it. So, Lisa, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Girl Gone Hallmark. Great. And Caroline, where can people find you? On Twitter, um, Nita Caroline R and Instagram, MC Richardson 3 underscore. Great. And I'll have that all in the description section. And if you are, like what we're doing here on the podcast, we have a new Patreon set up and we have a special facebook group if you contribute five dollars a month that you can be a part of and you can share any opinion we're open uh, to having discussions about these mysteries we'll have a live thread for every episode so be really fun and uh, so i'll put a link down if you could check out our patreon page we sure would appreciate it so thanks so much and you can follow me at rachel's reviews on itunes youtube all of our social media make sure you're following the podcast um, at Hallmarkies Pod all over. And if you're listening on iTunes, if you can give us your ratings and reviews, really appreciate it. If you're listening on YouTube, if you can give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We sure appreciate that as well. So thanks so much. And we'll talk again soon. Bye. Bye guys. Bye.